Welcome to the Jesus Sisters podcast. It's not a coincidence you're here. We thank you for joining us on this journey to seek a close and personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome back to another episode of Jesus Sisters. This is Laurel along, alongside my Jesus sister, whooping it up in the background, Allie. And uh, we're so thankful that you're here, whether it's morning, noon, or night. Um, we're just glad that you're here to join us. And we think we have a great episode on God's promises. I mean, it reminds me of our blessings episodes. Like, yeah, who doesn't want to know about God's promises? Just like we want to know about our blessings. I'm ready to rock and roll. How about you? Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it too. Okay, let's uh, start off with a little prayer and get our minds right and our hearts open to the Lord. And here we go. All right, dear Heavenly Father, we are just so thankful that you brought us here today in health. And we just ask that you please bless this episode that wherever our listeners are at, that Lord, you open their hearts to receive your message and to hear what are your promises, Lord. You are such a good, good Father, and we love you so much. We ask that you please remove ourselves from this episode and fill us with the Holy Spirit so that our words are your message, Lord. And we just thank you for all that you do for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Yes, come quickly. All right. This is very exciting. So um, we are going to be talking about God's promises today. Lots of great scripture, as always. Love that. And so as always, Allie and I prepared for this episode separately. And I kind of organized my scripture a little bit differently than I normally do. So I kind of picked different topics uh, for God's promises, for things that he promises us, and then uh, have a scripture or two based on what that promise is. And Allie, how did you organize your scripture? Um, I just pretty much went with you know, what was speaking to me about certain promises that the Lord has for us. And, um, you know, hopefully, or I, I I won't say hopefully, because it usually we're able to just kind of go with it and weave each other's in. So, um, yeah, you've got, you are very well organized. So props to you. (laughs) I I do not know about that. I was like, it is, it is, yeah, it's very organized. And I was reading, I was, you know, reading ahead and I was like, Oh, this is good. I'm really excited for this. I'm excited oh, for her to so share funny. that. And I, I love one thing that you put in here. Cause I was going to m- mention it. And then I seen that it was in there already. And I was like, yep, that's my girl. We, we, oh. we seen the same thing here. And I, I think in the last episode we talked about, um, I just felt like we were really on the right track with our last two episodes. I mean, I feel like they're always Holy Spirit inspired, but it's nice when you get that confirmation because we have talked about the fact that we use you version and we usually record our episodes like two in a day um, just for scheduling purposes. And like both days was you version was having like either the scriptures that we had already picked or in that um, category of what we had picked. And it was just like a confirmation where I'm like, all right, the Lord is with us, guiding us, helping us pick. So I feel like they're topics that the Lord wants people to know about and share. So, and 
I'm like, thank you, Lord. You want us to share your promises? I love hearing about your promises. Yeah, bring those promises on because they are so good. And if we really actually truly believe that these are the promises of God, we should never be worried or fear anything because there's some good ones in here and I can't wait. And actually in doing some research um, for this episode, um, I was reading this blog from James River Church and one of the things they said in there is that there are over 3,000 promises in scripture. We are not touching on 3,000 promises today, but we picked some good ones. <laughs> so just know yeah, that. we could literally do our, our whole podcast based on his promises. When you look at it in a certain way, you're like, really, everything is a promise. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, okay, so I'm going to get us started off with one scripture that it just this for for whatever reason, the scripture keeps coming up in my life over and over and over. And I just thought it would be a great way to start our episode off. And it's 2 Corinthians um, one twenty. It says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And when I read that, I read that, I'm not going to lie, maybe this, I don't know what this says about me, but like, I read this like four or five times. I'm like, okay, I need to know exactly what this means. I was like trying to like, break it down and really dissect like what is this actually saying and finally i just threw in the towel and i went and looked at the easy version because that was the um the new international version the niv and so i went and i read the easy one and this is just basically the same scripture but i guess for people like me that really need to know what it means so i'm going to read it again but i i like this version too because it really lets you know what the scripture is saying it says Christ says yes to all of God's promises so that they become true. So when we pray, we say yes, amen, because we know that Christ has done it. And when we do that, we are saying that God is great. Mm, I love that. Yeah, That's we're saying God is great. I'm like, thank you, Easy Version, for helping me understand. <laughs> Yeah, I love um I love that that is just such a great uh platform, the U version. If you um don't have it, I I'm gonna plug for it because I absolutely that's probably my favorite uh app is the U version Bible app. So they have so many great things in there and by the way, like we're not promoting them for any particular reason other than we love them and use them all the time. Um, like we don't make any money off of talking about how awesome they are, but like, there's just so, there's so much in there. You can create prayer request lists. You can read different plans based on find a plan that applies to something that's happening in your life. If you're struggling with, you know, I don't know, I'm say unforgiveness. We talked about that in our last episode. You can look up unforgiveness and you can find all kinds of plans that are related scripture and devotionals. It's just such a beautiful gift and it's free. Yeah, so there's yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. it. Okay. I got us going. Why don't you throw in some scriptures? Jesus sister, what you got? So this is one that I kind of wanted to start off because I feel like it's pretty much uh, just like the greatest promise not to, because uh, all these are, are great, but the fact um that it's about Jesus and that we get the savior Jesus. So Acts 13, 23 from the descendants of this man, according to promise, God has 
brought to Israel a savior, Jesus. So I'm like, yeah, like Jesus is the greatest. And the fact that according to he's Promise, the goat. Yep. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, um, the, the fact that, you know, we have Jesus according to promise. I thought, well, it can't really get any better than that promise. So no. uh, yeah. I love that. That's a great promise. So I will, I know we had an episode on blessings not too long ago. Um, and I was reading about El Shaddai and I was mm-hmm. like, every time I hear El Shaddai, I can't not think of Amy Grant and being a kid singing El Shaddai growing up. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I did not know this. I've heard El Shaddai, but I did not know that El Shaddai actually means God of blessings. Mm-hmm. And um, so I love that we have a God of blessings and he's a God that promises he's going to bless us. And so here's um, a couple of scripture that I have for... Actually, let's see how many do I have? I have two in in terms of the promise that he will bless us. And the first one is number six, 24 through 26, which I don't know that the whole thing is on here. Maybe, I don't know. It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face to you and give you peace. Well, so, and then, you know, it throws in peace in there too, but like, you know, he's going to bless you and he's going to keep you. And so I think it's super important that we, not that we focus on, you know, like physical blessings, but like we know that if we are trusting in God, that he is going to bless us. And that can be through people and life events and health and all kinds of things. And and he's going to shine his face upon you. And I just love that. Yeah, I love that. I love that blessing that we get and that promise that we get. Um, It's something that I like to share. So I'm glad that we got to share it with um, everybody listening today, because I mean, who doesn't who doesn't want that promise? Who doesn't want that promise? Okay, I have one more scripture for this one. And then I'll turn it back over to you in terms of being a God of blessings. That's one of his promises. And it's Jeremiah 29 11, which is, I think, not just one of my favorite scriptures, but a lot of people really love this scripture um, because like, who doesn't want this promise? It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Like, I mean, that's just so beautiful. Like every single piece of that, I just, it just stands out to me as like, this is such a great promise. Like, why would I worry why would I fret when I know that the Lord has already created these amazing plans for me and that if I trust in him, he's going to prosper me. I will not be harmed. I will have, I, I, I have a hope and an amazing future. And I just, it's such a great gift. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a reason why that is one of the most um, popular scriptures because I feel like we all want a hope and a future. And like, I hang on to that promise when things are like, you know, and I tell myself, like, I got to focus on, you know, what is unseen and not what is seen and what is eternal and heavenly and keep my eye fixed, you know, to Jesus in the throne. Um, because he does have a hope and a future for us. And I think that's why it is so popular is because we all want that. We all want to know that 
there's a hope in a future. And we serve a guy that's like, don't you worry. I know I got a hope in a future. I got you. Like, I'm so glad so. that's the God why I serve. Mm-hmm, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, All right. I, what you got for me? I wanted to, uh, this is one of my longer scriptures. It's in um, Hebrews 6, 10 to 20. And this really wraps wraps up a lot of things. So it says, for God is not unjust so as to forget your work and the love which you have shown toward his name and having ministered and in still ministering to the saints. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence so as to realize the full assurance of hope until the end so that you will not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises for when God made the promise to Abraham since he could swear by no one greater he himself he swore by himself saying I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply you and so having patiently waited he obtained the promise for men swear by one greater than themselves and with them an oath given as confirmation is an end of every dispute in the same way God desiring even more to show the heirs of the promise, the unchangeableness of his purpose interposed with an oath so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope set before us. This hope we have is an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast and one which enters within the veil where Jesus has entered as a forerunner for us, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. So there was a lot there. Um, A lot. I was like, I don't even know what to take from this. It's just a lot. And it's amazing. Go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) And, and so it's saying first is that God cannot lie. So he's our, his promises are true. He cannot lie. So whatever his promises are that we're going, like they are faithful, they are true. They're unchangeable. It is impossible. It's like God's nature and his promises are unchangeable. He is truth and light. So there's really no, and, and there is, so we can have that hope and security. It's immovable. We're anchored. Um, in Jesus. So I like that. And then um, the ending part where it says like Jesus enters the veil in the old Testament, only once a year could they enter into the holies of holies. It was one person. um, And it was the high priest that could even, you know, get into the presence of God. And so now because we have Jesus, we have the presence of God. He is our forerunner. He, you know, Mm. enters through the veil. And that is like, we are blessed. That is a wonderful promise. But then in the beginning, it also talks about, you know, that God doesn't forget what we do in his name. And he doesn't want us to be discouraged. He doesn't like overlook the things that we've done. Even if the scene, what we see doesn't feel like we're not being rewarded. That's why we focus on what is unseen and nothing, you know, is done in the dark that, that God doesn't see. So it also gives that hope to keep to keep persevering, to keep the hope and not become, um, you know, slow in what we're doing and in the work, because it is going to produce a reward. That's, that's his promise. We just don't know when. And then they put Abraham in there. And if you know the Mm -hmm. story of Abraham, he had to wait a long time for his promise. I think when he was promised his son, he had to wait 25 years. He was an old man 
before he got his son, but he still never wavered in his belief. His faith grew stronger and he still had that faith and shared that with others, which I'm sure helped build their faith. And he didn't get the promise until he was in his old age. And sometimes like that's the way things work. And that's a way for us to become discouraged as if it's not happening in our time. But, you know, this just uh, helps us see that it, it, you know, God doesn't work in our time. Um, I'm going to move into second Peter three, nine, just because that kind of ties into it. But it says the Lord is not slow about his promise as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. And, you know, that just not only shows that, you know, he's not slow about his promise. It's just us. We don't understand God's time sometimes, but it's also for good reason because he doesn't want anybody to perish. We serve a loving God and he wants us all to spend eternity with him. And it just touches me that that's what his nature is about. Um, I think right before that in 3.8, it says, uh, but do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. So that kind of puts things into perspective as far as time. So it's like he's very patient with us in things. And so if you feel like those promises aren't coming, I just encourage you to really dive in deep into what um, it says in Hebrews 6, 10 through 20, so that you can be filled with that hope that he promises us. Could you, can we just rewind for two seconds? Can we just, (laughs) can we just talk about like that Abraham had to wait 25 years for his promise to come true? Like, I mean, I could only hope to be that, that committed and patient and just, I mean, well, I think I mentioned this in our last episode. Patience is like kind of not my thing. Like <laughs> I need a lot more of it in my life. I'm like an immediate gratification kind of person. Like I want to do it and I want to see results or, you know, you know, just in raising children, all those things. It, it, patience is not always in a complete abundance. and It's something I work on. But like to just think about waiting 25 years and having complete faith that God promised it. And so it's going to happen. So I don't know. It just gives me a different perspective on like, if I know that God has promised something that I guess I just need to be more like, I know he promised it, it's going to happen, period. Instead of getting in my own head, because getting in my own head is never fun. You don't want to be there. It's not, it's not a good, there's a lot of pinballing going around up there. Yeah. Yeah. Abraham gave us a very, very big shoes to fill because, you know, if you read his story, his faith did not diminish. It just grew stronger. He waited patiently and did all that God asked of him. He, he trusts, he truly trusted God. And I think it's very hard to keep that characteristics or, or to keep going on that track when you don't see instant results. I mean, I think we're kind of, we're like, well, this just must not be working, but he was like, nope. Uh, that's why I like Romans 4:21 and being fully assured that what God had promised, he was also able to perform. And Abraham fully believed that he knew that God's yeah. word was true and that it would come to pass. And so I think that's also very encouraging when you're waiting for those promises. I love it. Okay. Well, I'm going to go on to my next uh, promise and my next promise Promise number two is that he will never leave us. Uh, 
And I really wish that I would have known this sooner in my life because I could have saved myself a lot of heartache and tears. But um, I have a few different scriptures. So I'm going to start with Joshua 1, um, verses 5 and 9. It says, I will not fail you or abandon you. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. And um, I just just love that because – Sometimes I do get afraid and sometimes I do get discouraged, but to be strong and courageous, this is, you know, that's his command for us and he's not going to fail us. I mean, like, how cool is that to know that he, he's never going to fail us. So then if we are trying to live in his will and something doesn't work out, like we can just like, let that go because it, he he's not going to fail us. If that was, if we are praying for God's will and it goes a different way than we really want it to to go, um, then or what in our mind we think it's going to go, then we're basically just setting ourselves up to not live in His blessings. We, if it, if it goes, it's got to go, right? You can't have it both ways. You can't try to live by your own ways and live by God's ways. And so He promises He's not going to fail us. And so I love that. Um, another one is Deuteronomy 31, six. It says, be strong and courageous. They're strong and strong and courageous again. <laughs> Look at that. I didn't even realize that. Uh, sorry, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the Lord, your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. I mean, I feel like those verses are pretty much very they're very similar i mean in the language in there be strong and courageous do not be and it says do not be afraid or or terrified the last one is afraid and discouraged you know like so we're seeing this again in a completely different book of the bible and it's like you know you got to be strong and trust it that he's not gonna leave us he will never leave you nor forsake you boom and then the last one is deuteronomy 31 Eight. So this is like just another couple of verses down. It says, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And then again, it says, do not be afraid or discouraged. So I don't know. It's just again and again and again. Pay attention, people, right? <laughs> well, and I like the fact, like, I just find a lot of comfort in the promise that he's never going to leave us. He's always with us. Like, Although he's unseen in the, you know, in the, the current world, in the spiritual world, he's always, you know, with us and he's never going to forsake us. And that is huge, especially if you feel like maybe you're not living life the right way or, or you're not, um, you know, you, you feel like it's like, no, God's like, nope, I'm never going to leave you. I'm never going to forsake you. Even if you feel like you're all alone, you're not, I'm there with you. Like I see everything. I'm with you. When everybody else leaves and abandons you, you're not abandoned because I'm there. And I, I just, yeah. I like that. I do apologize. I have um, one of my neighbor's dogs um, is working in the background. So I apologize. She's throwing, she's throwing the ball for him. So if you can hear that, I do apologize. No girl, it just makes you human. Just makes it real life. That's all. We are not in a, we are not in our recording studio today. Darn. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. 
We didn't make it there. He is kind of a barker. So I'm like, "Eh, I don't know if it's going to stop anytime soon. So we'll just say that he's our uh, audience cheering us on. (laughs) You know what's, you know, what's funny is I heard the dog barking, but like, I'm so used to being in zoom meetings now where you just hear life happening in the background. Like it didn't even register to me like, Oh, there's a dog barking in the background. Like it's just whatever. So yeah, I'm like, okay, I hope that it doesn't trigger my dogs to then bark because well, I one dog when he hears that, he's like, mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna join in and then it'll be a lot louder. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play. <laughs> um uh, I did want to uh read to um let's see which one I kind of got uh kind of got sidetracked a little bit. Yeah, distracted but, by um, the barking dog distracted by the barking dog um but i did like second peter one three to four and it says seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence for by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Ooh. And yeah, I'm like, okay, we got some precious and magnificent promises. Yes. And that we get to partake in them because of his divine nature and that we escaped the corruption in the world. Like, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. But then also in the beginning, it says seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. So it's like God's power grants us everything. Um, And, you know, so, yeah, I I I love that. That was a good one. I love that. Yeah. It's funny. You highlighted all the things that stood out to me. Precious and magnificent promises partakers of the divine nature like I was like oh wow that's like that's pretty magnificent like if you said that to somebody like oh I'm you get to uh I'm going to grant you precious and magnificent promises they'd be like what what are you talking about it's like <laughs> like what are well, these promises <laughs> what are they well let me tell you what another one is is uh that he promises promises us answered prayers that he will hear our prayers and that he will answer them and so i know we've shared this one on jesus sisters before but i love it it's such a great one matthew 7 7 ask and it will be given to you seek and you will find knock and it will be open to you and i just it's always so amazing to me when we have a real short verse it's just super super profound i love it um because it's just if you ask, it's going to be given to you. And we know that if it's in alignment with God's will, like I, I was praying about something the other day and I was like, Lord, I know that you promised that if, if it's something is in alignment with your will, that you will answer it. And I just mm-hmm. like was praying my little heart out. And he totally answered that prayer, like gave me complete clarity, everything. And I mean, I think it's just important that when we're asking that we want it to be within his will. That's the only, that's the, that's the catch there. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to always provide all of our selfish desires. Like can't be like, I asked for a new car and he didn't deliver, but the word says it's like, no, no, no. You gotta, you gotta understand the full context. So we always add that like side note cliffhanger to it as to not, um, the cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. As to not, and that's uh, perfect for what I had just to 
to really wrap it all up in a bow, um, John 14, 12 to 14 says, most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father and whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Oh, so there's to go like that. with that will. We, you know, it has to be in his name. We know that Jesus is not like, hey, yeah, I'm like, ask for a Ferrari in my name. You're going to get it. That just wasn't, you know, that wasn't him. <laughs> Did I not even, even want a, a Ferrari. Like, would you, <laughs> if you could have a Ferrari, would you rather have the money or the Ferrari? I'm sorry. I'm taking us down a rabbit hole. I shouldn't have done that. But I mean, like, go ahead. That's not what, yeah, no, <laughs> that's I, not I, the I, point I, of what I, you were saying. Not, yeah. That's not, um, I guess like my, I need something with a little bit more space. I need to, I need uh, stuff in case I need to pull something or whatever, but yeah, we're getting, we're getting uh sidetracked, but I know, you know, he just, he was a God that I think, you know, sometimes it's hard for us to, because of course life is better when, you know, things are working and you have enough money for things, but we have to, like Jesus walked everywhere. We know that there wasn't, you know, cars or stuff, but in order to get the gospel, he walked a lot. He did not have a place to even lay his head. Um, so some of those things that we want in life, because it just makes for a more comfortable life, isn't exactly, um, you know, what, what Jesus was about when he came here. So well, that's true. Like we said, there is that little little side note that we want to add. To that yep. We don't want you to come back saying, I, I prayed for this and it didn't happen. So it's got to be in his in his will. So, <laughs> well, it's funny that we we're talking about his will, because I mean, I we talk about his will often, you know, and praying within his will. But I didn't even really realize that my second scripture on here for answered prayers, it talks about his will. So this is first John five uh, verses 14 through 17 it said this is the confidence which we have before him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him and so there that aligned perfectly with your other scripture from john i mean it's just now i feel like we can tie we can double knot the bow like we yeah, <laughs> tight yeah. on tight that yeah, again, a little bit more ribbon, <laughs> but I just love to know that he hears us. Cause sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, you, you've talked a lot about the unseen. Like, I mean, obviously we don't get to look directly at our God and pray to him, but like, we just have to have the faith that when we pray about something that he hears us, sometimes that's hard for people, but it's just nice to know that that is a promise that he will hear us. Yeah, that's I, that was exactly you took the words right out of my mouth. I was like the fact that we can pray and know that he heard that prayer and we don't get that's like our faith having to exercise itself and go like this is what his promise says. His, he is not a liar. His, his nature is unchangeable. I know what the word says. I'm standing on that word. And I know that the Lord is, he never leaves it. He's in this room right now with me. His spirit um, is here and listening to my prayer. And although it might not get answered and just the fact that he listened, I mean, so many people won't even listen, but we serve a God that loves us and cares about us and listens to us. And that is what is going to take me into one of his other promises, which is the Holy Spirit. 
and what a beautiful promise that we get the Holy Spirit. um, We do have also an episode about the Holy Spirit. Um, I highly encourage you to listen to that because that just goes through all the attributes of the Holy Spirit and the gift of the Holy Spirit. And it's wonderful. So a little plug for that episode. I think it's there you go. In season one or season two, I don't know. Yeah, that was when back when we had our little baby Jesus. Listen to a few other ones while you're trying to find it. Yeah, (laughs) that might have been like our second or third episode. I don't know. So if it was horrible, which it won't be because it was about the Holy Spirit, but uh, yeah, give us some grace on that one. (laughs) I think it. I think it was fabulous. I think Um, it was fabulous too. I just didn't want to toot my own horns. Okay, go ahead. um, John fourteen fifth. 14, 15 to 18 says, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Like so many promises there. Like, again, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to give you a helper. If you pray, you know, like just all these things that we've currently be di- currently been discussing, um, like he, the world can't receive him. And so I think that's sometimes why we get pushback because, you know, so many people focus on the scene and not what is unseen, but we can receive him because we've been filled with the Holy Spirit. We've been born again. Um, and then like, who wants to be an orphan? Nobody. He's like, and I will come to you. Um, so I just, I love that promise. And then also moving into John, it says, but the advocate. So then we have an advocate. Yes. The Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your heart not be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I'm going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I'm going to the father for my father is greater than I. And, um, you know, I, I think about the disciples and how sad they must have been to not have like physical Jesus with them, but he was letting them know like, no, no, I got you. You get God's presence. We all get God's presence now because of what he did. And I, I say this time and time again, I don't think there's any words that can really truly say what kind of promise and gift we've been given by having the presence of God. We might not be able to see him, but that's part of like the prayer. He listens. He's there. He's our helper. He brings to our memory things that we need to know and and speak to others and, and is our guide throughout life. I'm like, I need that. Thank you, Lord. Like, I just, I can't even put into words what that truly is but yeah what what do you think laurel i well i just first of all i love the book of john it's just so powerful and this particular part of it where he promises to leave his helper i just it is such an amazing gift because it's for me it's one of the only tangible things that like i can i can see and feel the holy spirit like working in my life and so I'm just so thankful that he promised to leave to leave um, his helper because it's just it's so amazing. It's just so beautiful. And the, the idea is just mind blowing that 
he can hear all of our prayers. Like when I, I think about it, like, I'm like, no, that's my Jesus. And then I forget, like everybody has the same, you know, like we all have, if you're having that personal relationship with God, we can all still feel this, an abundant sense of love and all of us can have it. It's just, it's mind blowing. And so uh, I just, I love that. And if you haven't read the book of John, you should read it from beginning to end because it is so powerful. And I'll just it's leave it at that. His love. And yeah. I, and I love that it says it's another promise in there. Like peace I leave with you, my mm-hmm. peace I give to you. It's nothing that the world could ever offer. So there's a promise right there. And then he says, goes to say, you know, don't let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. And it says, I'm going away, but I'm coming back. So yes. it's like, Jesus is coming back. He's coming, you know, and that's why um, I'll, I'll read it into uh, the next scripture. Cause I think it just, uh, it just ties, ties it all in, but it says again, let your heart, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me and my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. And I'm like, okay, so not only do you leave, you're going to come back, you're going to come get me. Um, but you're, you're, also get preparing me. A place, <laughs> yeah, you're also preparing a place for me in eternity. Like Jesus is coming back. He's going to pick us up. And so that we can spend eternity with him in his glory and goodness. And like for you, for me, for anybody who believes that Jesus died on the cross and rose again to save us, like we all get that promise. And sometimes this world can be hard. And that's why he tells us, like, don't focus on the world, focus on eternity, because that's your true home. That's when, you know, that's when it really begins. That's the promise is eternity with him. And so sometimes we just have to focus on keep our eye on the prize because he's going to prepare a place for us far beyond what we could ever imagine. I love that. Ooh, I can't wait to see what heaven is like. Very exciting. Um, Okay. I'm going to move on to another promise. Thank you for that one, Allie. Um, Yeah. The Holy Spirit. That's an amazing promise. I love it so much. Uh, So another promise that he leaves with us is that he will strengthen us. And there's so much, there's so many scripture um, for strength and I, for the sake of just trying to like keep it manageable because of the amount of time that we have here, I picked the one that I is my go-to when I need strength. And -hmm. again, another super popular one. Um, but I like it because I, it's, I can, it's memorized and I can go right to it every time. Uh, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And mm-hmm. we know that he will, he promises and, and plenty of other verses too to strengthen us. But I just love that, um, you know, so often we just have moments where we're just like, I can't, I can't do it. I don't know how, and God promises that he will be there and he'll strengthen us. And I love that. Yeah, I, I agree. He is, we can't do it in our own strength, but in his strength, we can do anything. And I think that's part of the promise is we know that things in human, in our human capabilities, no, but God's like, uh, uh-uh, I got you like lean on my strength. Cause it's just confirms that we can't live this life without him. 
We can't, um, we have to draw from his strength. And we also can't get into eternity without him. He is our creator and we are attached to our creator. If, if we're feeling a hole in our life, I guarantee it's the God hole that needs to be filled, you know, by Jesus. And then you'll feel that comfort and like, because there's a peace in our heart that only he can fill. And this just, uh, these scriptures uh, just tie it all in. So I love that scripture. And yes, I lean on that many times when I'm like, I can't, I can't. I'm like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> I know, me too. I mean, and, and it doesn't, oh, it's my turn for my dog to bark. And it doesn't have to even be something that like somebody would consider a big deal. Like this is going to sound ridiculous, but like I'm going to the dentist. Oh my gosh, my dog. He's killing. Oh, Bailey. You cute little puppy. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. It's like, I, it's different when it's your own house. Uh, for you, I was like, who cares? There's dogs in the background. And now that it's my dog, I'm like, ah, be quiet. Um, I'm sorry. You're messing with my flow. But really, it's like my, messing they with you. Maybe they're hearing the scripture and they're just like barking for joy. That's that's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so what I was going to say is this is going to sound super ridiculous, but like whenever I go to the dentist, it's like a whole to do, like a real whole to do. And so even in preparing and going to the dentist, I'm like trying to think of all the ways that I can cancel my appointment. And I'm like, no, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And <laughs> other people are probably like, really? I don't know that that's what the scripture was intended for. I'm like, I don't care. He said I can use it whenever I want. He'll strengthen me whenever I need it. So well, that's I don't on, think that's on Tuesday, just in case you were wondering. So I don't think you're the only one who dislikes going to the dentist. I'm sure other people feel the same way. <laughs> I don't know if people are praying scripture before they walk through the door and for like three days before too. Like I can do this. I can do this. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> really? Okay. All right. Well, if you have the same dental issues I do, please feel free to send us a message so that I can pray for you <laughs> and you can pray for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm going to move on to another promise. And it is for rest and peace. And boy, do I need rest and peace right now. I'm just been going a hundred miles an hour, but um, this scripture is is beautiful. It's Matthew 11 and verses 28 through 30. And it says, then J Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I'm humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Mm -hmm. I, I love I just, that. I just love it because especially when things get crazy, um, it's just nice to know that he there, I can find rest and I can find peace if I seek him. And I love that. Uh, and I think it's just a great promise to hold on to when, you know, things get really, when you deal with heartbreak, maybe somebody dies, maybe you lose your job and, uh, or, you know, so many of those things that we know we experience in life, but we never want to because they're painful. Um, this is definitely one of those promises where I'm like, Lord, I am weary. I have some heavy burdens and I need rest. And to know like that his yoke is easy and his, you know, that he is gentle at heart and that we can find rest for our souls. Um, 
is very comforting promise. So if you are going through some of those dark trials or, or painful times, like lean on this one because it's a great, uh, it's great to speak this kind of scripture and life into, into those times because um, he's the one that I feel like I know for me personally, he's carried me through all of those kind of dark, painful times. Totally. And he carried He carried us even before we even really knew it was him, you know, before we were even, you know, having and experiencing and digging into a personal relationship with Jesus. I think of all those times, I'm like, how did I make it through that? Like, how mm -hmm. did I survive? And, and, you know, no matter where you are in your walk with, with the Lord, um, he can bring that to you. We just have to release it and give it to him. That's the, that's the difference between the old me and the new me. The old me would try to control it and, you know, just take everything into, into my hands and, you know, try to find a way to make it work where the new me is like, I want to rest in, in peace and God. I want to just give it to you and uh, let, and just rest in him and know that whatever happens is going to be within his will. And so I highly recommend that second option over the first option because the first option is not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good. Not the way to go. Not the right way. Um, this is a, a scripture that I just wanted to touch on because, um, you know, in this world, as we were kind of talking about, we face, you know, pain, we face trials, but we also fight against an enemy who, you know, wants to, you know, devour us, seek and destroy us and hurt us and mess with our minds. And, um, you know, God gives us a promise in James 4, 7 to 8. He says, therefore, submit to God resist the devil and he will flee from you draw near to god and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded i didn't want to just cut off and only do the good part that was the full scripture so i'm like i gotta just spit it straight but um <laughs> you know it's it just gives that promise like we need to submit to god sometimes it can be very hard we can be very strong-willed but his way is the best way he knows our life. He created us. He knows what is good for us. And we do have to fight against the devil. And he's like, the way to fight him is you resist him and he will yeah. flee from you. That's a promise. And, you know, he is not fun. He is, so you got to tell that devil to get going, get gone. Yeah. So. And I, I love in there that it was talking about draw near to God and he will draw near to you. I mean, it, you, that's a promise. So like if you're spending time in the word every day and you're spending time with God in prayer, or whatever, and you're drawing near to him, he is going to draw near to you, which is probably why when I make time to spend time with God in the morning, like I always just have a better day. Always. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter because even if something goes wrong, then I have his word to fall back on. And so I don't know. I just love that if we commit that time to him, we, he will draw near to us. And I love it. And and I believe because I can feel I mean, I feel like we can't always depend on our feelings and emotions. But I when I spend time with God and I draw near, I do feel him draw, like I, I feel him. I feel his presence. I just do. And I feel like that's just his word showing that it's true his word is true and it stands as his promises are true mm, love it 
Well, I think I'll jump to another promise here, and then I'll let you jump back to your scripture. And I have two more promises for this episode. Again, remember, there's 3,000 or over 3,000, and we're only touching on just a handful, but um, I challenge you to dig in to see what other promises you can find that are out there that we don't uh, talk about today. But this next one is that we will have eternity with him. And I mean, what greater gift could we have to know that we will spend time worshiping the Lord in heaven? And uh, this scripture is from John. John's a, a little treasure trove of scripture for, for his promises. And it's 10 and verses 28 through 30. It said, Jesus said, and I give eternal life to them and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. Um, I and the father are one. And I just, I, I mean that, that seems pretty definitive to me. Like they are never going to perish. No one will ever take him once we are in God's hands. We can never be taken from God's hands ever. And I just, that in itself is amazing. Oh, oh yeah. Cause sometimes you feel like, oh, I slipped, I've gone too far. And it's like, nope, nope, get out of your head because his promises say nobody can snatch you. Like uh, once you, once you're mine, you're mine. And um, yeah, yeah I, I like, and then also eternity. And so since we're on that subject of eternity, I'm going to finish up the last uh, few scriptures that I have, because that's, you know, pretty much what, or that is what the rest of mine are about. So um, I'm going to start in uh, Revelations. Well, most of mine are Revelations, um, besides one in Second Peter. So first one is, to him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. I'm like, Ah. <laughs> <Like> paradise. <laughs> we got a ticket to paradise. So yeah. we got to remember that because I think, you know, some everybody's life is different. And, um, you know, we focus on that eternity. And I don't know what everybody's, you know, hands that they're dealt or things that they go through, but just hold on to that eternal promise that we get to spend with him. And, um, you know, things will, things are think, be looking up because things are going to be looking up. And yeah. then I also like second uh, Peter three thirteen. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for a new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. And I just like that too, because it gives that promise of, you know, we do live in this fallen world and there is going to come a day when righteousness, God is going to reign. And his beauty and his glory and his love um, is going to reign. And I can't wait to live in that eternity because everything will be right and just. So that will lead me into um, Revelations 21, one through seven. And it's just gets me so excited. <laughs> now I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea, just kind of crazy, but anyways, squirrel. Then I, John, <laughs> Saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, 
nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are faith, are true and faithful. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning of the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Mm, I'm like, oh, my God. Well, that's just yeah, a little I mean, glimpse into what eternity is going to be like. Can you imagine? And yeah. And there's going to like the things that hurt us in this life are going to be no more. Like Jesus is going to comfort us and wipe away every tear and, and, you know, be that heavenly father that, you know, we're, we're patiently no more sorrow, no pain, no death. Like who can promise that only Jesus. And thank you that he he's so good. Um, I, yeah, I just, ugh, I just love that scripture. It just touches me. Um, and then, just to kind of, you know, we have to be overcomers. And I think that's, that's a huge message to get across is, you know, he says, he who overcomes will thus be clothed in white garments and I will not erase his name from the book of life. And I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. And that's revelations three, five to six. So mm. such hold good on to that stuff. Hope hold on to that hope. I mean, eternity is the ultimate. I mean, it's the ultimate. It's forever, you know, which is, that's, again, one of the things that's kind of hard to wrap our mind around in terms of eternity. Um, but it's just so cool that we are literally promised eternity. We're not promised 10 years. We're not promised, you know, 50. It's like forever and ever. And so we have a God that's going to give us eternity. We should definitely try to get it right. You know what I'm saying? Like try to at least make the most of this life and live by his word. And he's just such a, you know, I mean, he knew that we were going to face troubles. So you can just hear how loving he is in his words. He's like, you know, don't be troubled, you know, be an overcomer. Like, don't focus on this world because what I have planned for you is paradise where we get to spend eternity with him and his presence. You look at all the words, his character I mean, I want to be around that. I can't wait because, and he's like, I'm going to wipe those tears from your eyes. I'm going to, you know, the lion's going to lay down with the lamb. Like we're going to be in paradise and we don't even, we don't even know a fraction of what that paradise is. And um, just that promise itself is, is the ultimate. I cannot wait. Come Jesus, come quickly because I'm like, I'm ready to go to that place that you prepared for me. I mean, maybe not like right now, but you know. I mean, yeah, I guess if you wanted you're to like, be right not now, quite yet. I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. Come Lord Jesus. But you know, so I don't know. I'm just very excited to live in eternity with Jesus. It's going to be amazing. Allie and I were talking about, um, <laughs> she was, I'll let you share your Maverick city music story <laughs> about eternity and heaven. Oh, okay. The story so, that yeah. you were just telling me, and then I'll wrap up with our last promise because this cracked me up because it's so true. Um, and I know we've often talked about talked about our Awaken 2020 experience on the podcast. People are probably like, "Listen, that was two years ago. We're going to need some new material." <laughs> but 
<laughs> but but it really but it really was such an ex amazing experience for us and um seeing kanye's uh, choir there's just such an amazing powerful choir oh my gosh so i will I, that will introduce the next story go ahead ali with maverick city music oh so i was listening to one of their uh uh, worship songs and I just like it brings me so much joy because when I watch it I look at everybody's faces they're dancing they're singing they're worshiping and you can just tell that the Holy Spirit is in that room and I'm like this is what heaven's gonna be like we're gonna be like so overjoyed to be in the presence of the Lord and we're gonna be singing to his glory and like that's just like a, a teeny tiny little fraction of a taste what I feel like and so it just brings me happiness and joy because I know that's what heaven is going to be like I know I'll be next to my Jesus sister we're going to be whooping it up yeah, singing for the Lord that's you're going right. to see it in our eyes like you can see it and like people light up and I'm like that's what only God can offer that's like the presence of Jesus and I cannot wait to experience that kind of magnificence and glory and i'm like who am i but thank you lord for doing what you did that i get to have that experience for eternity for eternity and i'm excited to get a little snippet of it while on earth because i know in our last episode i share i'm sharing i shared that i'm going to the maverick city Muvit. Oh my gosh, I don't know why all of a sudden I can't talk at the end of our episode. It's been a long morning. I'm going to the Maverick City Music concert or show on Thursday. And so Allie's not going to be with me. It's breaking my heart. So I'll be taking videos of my our snapshot of heaven for you, my Jesus sister. Yes. You get a little yes. taste of heaven there. So yep. I love it. Praise and worship. Yep. Yep. I love it. Okay. So here is the last promise. And um, this is kind of like a, a twofer, but it, it is a he promises to lead us and shepherd us. And by a twofer, there's I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of promises that he makes within this psalm. And um, I just I never really thought of a shepherd like I always just thought of a shepherd as like a caretaker of his flock and not necessarily like the leader of the flock. I don't know why I never made this connection, but in reading the scripture, it just really stood out to me that like Jesus is our is our shepherd and he everything that he promises in this scripture is his promise for us the same way that a shepherd would, you know, lead their his herd. And so anyways, I don't know, maybe I'm just a little late to the game on this one, but this is Psalms 23, one through six. And it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm. And I just feel like if we are living with God as our leader, then all, and all of this is promised to us. I mean, he he recognizes that we're going to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
but that mm-hmm. he is going to be our rod and our staff and that he is going to be there to just to carry us through it all. He's going to lead us beside quiet waters. He's going to restore our soul. It's just like, it's just a beautiful way for me to think about how the Lord is leading our life in all different aspects. Not that we won't have troubles, but that when we do, he will uh, take us to lie down in green pastures. And I love that. Yeah. Yep. He is our, he is our comforter. He is our strength. He is our strong tower of refuge. He really is everything. Every good gift is, is from him. And, um, yeah, I love that scripture. It's so comforting, uh, to hear and to know that he does that for all of his flock. Is that, I love it. Did I say heard? I said heard. Oh, her. Herd, I, I think flock. I think no, no, no. Flock is the right word. Herd oh, was not okay. the right word. <laughs> I was like, Listen, we've been recording. I need to go back to morning. Or, I, need to, yeah. I need a nap. I need a nap. It's been five <laughs> hours since we've been on this phone or the Zoom, whatever you want to call it. But okay. Well, that is my last promise I have, Jesus sister. It is time for Jesus jams. And, um, Thank God we started writing these down because sometimes I'm like, did I already share this one? I hope I didn't share this one. But this one, um, it just, it another, I just crank it as loud as I possibly can. And it's Speak to the Mountains by Chris Clarney. And I just love it. It makes me so happy. So make sure you turn this on today and listen to it and blast it. Yes. And my Jesus Jam is Promises by Yet again, Maverick City. Um, We're fans. What can we say? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We're giving them all sorts of plugs. But it is just such a beautiful song about his, you know, promises. And so, again, if you have not heard it, tune in, blast it, uh, feel that presence of the Holy Spirit, get a little worship in, and uh, can't go wrong there. So hopefully you do listen and enjoy that. All right. Well, we did it again, Jesus sister. Sometimes I don't know how we did it, but we did. And we thank you, Lord, for just being with us. And um, please bless this episode. And we bless, we ask that you bless all of our listeners and that uh, they can really just take these promises and, and hold them close to their heart. Yes. Yes, I agree. Uh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus' sister. I uh, love y'all and uh, have a blessed day. Amen. Amen. Amen.